I want to thank all the members of the Rip-On Society as well, uh, and for our new members who I get the honor to introduce this morning. In case you aren't aware, since 1962, the Rip-On Society has promoted the ideas and principles that have made America, this country, great. And I, just as a quick bit of history, I think uh, it's important to put it in perspective, especially where we are today as Republicans and in this country. In the weeks following the assassination of President John F. Kennedy, the Rip-On Society's founding members distributed the first public statement from the organization to Republican leaders on January 6, 1964. As a new session of Congress convened, and as the 1964 presidential campaign officially began, there's a line that I'd like to repeat to our newest members and remind the Rip-On members uh, that is as applicable now as it was back then. Quote, if the Democratic Party, bound to the cliches and fears of past history, is incapable of providing the forward-looking leadership this country needs, the Republican Party must. As Republicans, we must prove to the American people that our party, unbeholden to the hostages of a faded past, is a more flexible instrument for the governing of this great nation and for the realization of dignity at home and around the world. Again, those words were true then. I think they're even more true today. I'll be very brief because uh, we're going to get to the members. But anybody who is, you know, kind of on the fence wondering, gosh, can this be done? We're walking around. It's a new year. It's in the minority. How do you maintain relevance? I love it. we got speakers who are going to come and tell us uh, their experience of being in the minority because there are people in this room who have experienced it. Uh, but that's not where my eyes are going to be focused. And that's not where I think all of us should be focused. We should be focused on the next 24 months and making sure that we correct the direction that uh, this last election provided. Uh, keep in mind, there are some 50 seats that were decided by a point or two. In fact, if you take the gross vote totals from those 50 seats, you got 117 to 120 million people that voted in this midterm. Would you be surprised to know that you have to flip, I think it's 80,214 votes across the country to be in the majority. <clears throat> That's an average of 5,000, I believe, on the seats that we need. Uh, this is a very doable thing, but it doesn't happen just because we say it's going to happen, and it doesn't happen just because we had, uh, uh, what was it, Dopey and Droopy or Dopey and Mopey on TV last night. Uh, you can pick whichever one. The faces uh, uh, are worth a thousand words. It's not just going to happen because uh, of their overreach. We really have to bear down and work together. We all have to grab the rope. We're going to need to work ten times as hard to get the resources, now that we are in the minority, to make sure not only that we return these great members that you're about to meet, but that we win the, uh, the 19 to 20 seats or more that we're going to need to retake the majority. America is counting on us. Quite frankly, the next generation is counting on us. So without any further delay, I, I'm honored to welcome our new members, the future leaders of the Republican Conference. And it happens fast, as you know, those of you that have been here for a long time. And because we are in the minority, the future is actually right now. 